You are listening to Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network. Hey everybody, Aaron Richmond back with you again with another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we speak about critical issues in the blindness community from all over the world. To join the public WhatsApp group or you just want to send a text message or get in touch with the show, 1240-681-9869. That number again, 1240-681-9869. Or the email address, aaronsopinion6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-6 at gmail.com. So Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com, okay? You can follow on Facebook and Twitter. Comment below on YouTube where actually more of you watch Aaron's Opinion than listen. So that's interesting. Uh, and of course, consider becoming a patron on the Patreon page. I would appreciate the support. And now for today's guest. It is really important, I think, as a blind person, or really anyone, to join a Facebook group. And Wasim has done just that. Wasim is someone who I had never known of, but I am very, very grateful that I know of him now. Um, He is a YouTuber. His channel is called Wind Tiger. He'll tell you why in the episode. He does a lot of uh, videos where he basically does gameplays of audio games. And um, I'm sure that some of you out there remember, some of our oldest members or oldest listeners of Aaron's Opinion, remember the great Jesse Anderson, our great friend Illegally Cited. Well, he was a great guest here on Aaron's Opinion. I think I, just going off my memory, I think I recorded that episode a couple summers ago. Anyway, um, yes, he he was a great episode, and so is Basim. Um, because Wasim does a lot of the same things. He basically takes an audio game and then he he does a playthrough where he just helps blind people to understand how to play the game. But I think in all honesty that Wasim explains it and expresses it better than I. All right. Um, so I really, really enjoyed uh, speaking to Wasim. He'll also tell you some funny stories from working at his hotel. Uh, and I laughed really hard, as always. So laugh warning, I laughed really hard in this episode because it was worth it. Um, he really enjoyed, you know, the conversation. And I recorded this episode, you know, during my, well, not during my workday, but I arranged my workday. So I had an hour to sit down with him over Zoom. And he really rose to the occasion. Um, he really actually benefited from the time constraint because we were able to really focus on the points that we were able to make. And I think that that's a really important thing. So he really got a lot out of this episode. He'll tell you a lot of funny stuff. And I just really appreciated his personality and just his attitude about living and the way and his kindness and just the way that he's willing to help you. So why not? Let's give this one a play. Well, let's put Wasim on. As I like to say, the following episode of Aaron's Opinion was recorded on the 27th of December at 1600 New York. Um, and as I like to say, I always like to tell you what we're going to call this episode. So let's call this episode Wasim the Tiger. I think that is a perfect, perfect title for this episode. So I'm Aaron Richmond, and now let's listen to Wasim the Tiger right here on Life Improvement Radio 
on the Helium Radio Network. Hello, I'm Philip Anderson from Against the Odds, the human interest by monthly motivational podcast which celebrates the lives of those who have conquered in the face of adversity. For more ways to listen and to request to be a guest, visit www.againsttheoddspodcast.com. Well, welcome, Wasim, to Aaron's opinion. Um, where shall we begin today, as I always like to say? I want you to tell me, and you can tell me for as long as you like, but basically a, a, I think a good, a good summary of a response will do. Who is Wasim? Who are you? Um, hi, my name is Wasim. I am a YouTuber. My channel is called Wind Tiger. I do audio games. And by audio games, I mean games for the visually impaired slash blind. And what audio game means, it just means a game only using sound. It has no visuals, nothing more to it, just sound and stuff like that. Um, a little bit about me personally, I am 23 years old. I work at the Hilton Garden Inn in... Twin Falls, Idaho, which is where I'm from, um, and that's Idaho, United States. Um, a little bit more about myself. <laughs> exactly my sense of humor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much about me. I like anything that's to do with nature, walking, hiking, camping, stuff like that. Okay, excellent, excellent. Would you like to share with our audience a little bit more about your background, what you were telling me about where you grew up? Um, because a lot, I mean, you don't have to, but a lot of people think it's interesting. Oh, absolutely. Um, I grew up originally in the Middle East, um, Baghdad, Iraq, to be exact. To be exact, um, by the way, one of, one of the world's first civilizations and one of the most important cities in history. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have ocular glaucoma, which is just pretty much eye pressure. I mean, pretty much speaking, just eye pressure. Um, and, um, I went blind when I was three or four due to some bad surgeries, because as you guys know, maybe you don't, um, there, bad, there's a lot of like bad hospitals, bad medical stuff like that in Iraq, we just don't have the medical advancements that the United States does. And they unfortunately messed up a couple surgeries. And I could see, as like, for example, to give you an example, I would be sitting across the room. I could be watching a TV. Now I have to get like close, like two to three feet from something before I can even be able to distinguish anything at all. And that's how bad they messed up with the surgeries unfortunately and then from there I moved to Jordan and I stayed there for four years and then when I was eight years old I came to the United States and I've been living here since excellent very good 
So in, in Jordan, do you think you were living in Amman, Molfrak, Erbid, Petra, Salt? It, it was Amman. Amman. Okay, well, that's mm -hmm. really interesting. Cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, uh, I think, Wasim, you said something interesting is that the doctors messed up the surgeries. You know that? I mean, the answer is it could have been the case, but on top of it, every eye surgery goes differently, and there's always a spectrum of, you know... You never really know how some of these surgeries work out. You know, it doesn't, every surgery doesn't work out perfectly, even at the best hospital with the best doctor in the United States. So, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But you know, also, you know, I mean, you have to take it in, into consideration that it's a, it's a practice too. But yes, you very well could be right. Um, well, I know I'm right because for one thing, when I, when they did the stitching, they actually never like put like bound my hands with anything like you know or like kept watching me so I wouldn't itch them so I kept itching my eyes because the stitches itched and they kept bleeding and that's what actually messed it up mm. and that was pretty much the nail in the coffin was they never washed me they ended up doing the surgery three times that day because they would not watch oh me oh and my. I kept oh rubbing right. my oh eyes right. open and then the yeah. surgery kept reopening again and again until oh. blood got into my corneas, my retinas and everything and damaged them to beyond repair. Right. Yeah, this happens not just in Iraq, but a lot of this is a big problem in a lot of countries. So what are some of the experiences you had uh, while growing up um, in, in, in Idaho? Like experiences, like you have to be more specific. I have had lots of experiences. Well, okay. All right. Sometimes I'd like to ask open-ended questions to see where it goes. Why don't you talk more about your schooling in the United States and some of the really interesting things or funny things or sad things that happened to you there? Oh, Mm -hmm. um, Schooling-wise, um, I actually went to the Idaho School for the Deaf and Blind. I honestly have nothing bad to say about that school. I honestly was given all the tools that I need, all the education, pretty much everything I need, honestly. Um, growing up, like barely coming into the school, there was a lot of bullying because I was from the Middle East and Obviously, a lot of people mistake people from the Middle East as Muslims. They automatically assume, hey, just because you're from the Middle East, you're Muslim. As a matter of fact, I am not. I am just Iraqi. I am not Muslim. But a lot of people thought, oh, just because he's from the Middle East, he's Muslim. So it got to like a lot of the first year, there was a lot of like, talk about terrorists this and terrorists that and it was just not really fun at all no. it was really frustrating sure and to top it off i was barely learning english so uh it took me like nine months to learn english it wasn't really that long because i was young enough that i caught on quickly but it was not really being fun being bullied for something that was not even well, up not, my it's not okay it's not fun to be bullied for anything really so yeah it's true and yeah it was not right that that they literally bullied me just because i was from a different place and then just because they didn't really understand about it and when i tried to explain to them you know my english got in the way obviously and you know 
yeah, it was just really frustrating. Mm. So now you speak English perfectly. How did you go about learning English as a child, or was it just a matter of just it was a matter of yeah, it was a matter of just listening to people and just catching on. I honestly had some good teachers that were really honest, great people. Like my teacher, Mr. Cheney, he actually would sit there and take time out of his class, like 15, 20 minutes out of his class, and literally just go over human anatomy, pretty much, and what body parts were called, what like vehicles were called. And he would just sit there and tell me words and explain what they meant and stuff like that. He was a really great teacher. Well, and well, if I wasn't you know for what? him, well, I honestly... You. So we want to we want to say right here, thank you, Mr. Cheney, because as a fellow teacher, I love it when I hear that other teachers around the world do the right thing. You know, that really exemplifies my message that I say here at Aaron's Opinion, help one person today and a million tomorrow. You know, that really is evidence mm -hmm. of that. You know, you really have to take the time out to help people. So thank you, yeah, Mr. Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I, I really do appreciate him for that, because if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have caught on to English so fast and so quickly. But what kind of teacher are you, Aaron? If you don't mind me asking, I, I know it's not don't. part of the. <laughs> it certainly, it certainly is. In fact, I love guests that, that turn it around and ask me questions. I teach English as a second language, and I actually come from an academic background of international affairs. So, of course, I know a lot about Iraq and and the Middle East. And you're very right about everything you said there's a lot of misunderstanding and a lot Absolutely. of and a lot of people are not muslim and it's a very common misunderstanding yeah there's a lot of religions in the middle east yeah mm -hmm. so do you like all french people do you like your steak rare also <laughs> why because you know i'm a french speaker did, 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 did i mention yep. that to you yeah you did well, good. Well, I, I hope I hope that all French people take their steak rare. Saignon, as we say, I hope they take it. Saignon, they should. Right. Right. But maybe not. That's you know what? That's a real you know what? That's see, that is an excellent, excellent analogy. So if not all French people take their steak saignon, as in bloody, then probably yeah. not all people in Iraq are Muslim, right? It must exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> That's yep. a real, well, well, Asim, you, you go about life. One thing that really stands out to me is your, your confidence and your character just shines right through. You're someone that's just bursting with confidence. You don't even really know who I am, but you're just very, very comfortable sharing with me who you are as a person. And I, I really look up to you for that. That's so cool, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So then, you know, after the School for the Blind in, in Idaho, but by the way, Idaho's in the United States. Um, but <laughs> but j j just to make it, so, so some people are shaky with the geography, so I'm, I'm glad we're helping them with, with the geography. But so then where did you go to university and what, you know, where did you take your education from there? I actually stopped my schooling at a high school diploma. Okay. I honestly was thinking of being an interpreter Mm -hmm. um, because when I went to SWEP, which is just the student work experience program, and it teaches blind students how to find jobs and stuff, um, I met this guy who he, he knew that I was Middle Eastern. He's like, do you speak the language? And I was like, yes, I actually do. 
And he really wanted me to be an interpreter for the CIA, actually. And he wanted me to get into the CIA and actually be like an interpreter. But unfortunately, that never worked out. I really didn't want to do college and do like an associate's degree. And they required you to do like an associate's degree, which is at least two years, if I remember right, in college. And I honestly did not want to pursue that path. And like I said earlier, now I actually found a really great job working at the Hilton Garden Inn Hotel. And I really loved that job and I would not change it for the world, honestly. Well, honestly, I think that's, a, that's an excellent answer. That's an excellent answer. Yeah, it's not for everyone. You know, not everyone needs to be um, a, an interpreter. It's certainly not for everyone at a later date um, when I have more time uh, to speak to you off air, off, you know, uh, off air, I will tell you that I have some ideas for things that you can do and you will be able to, you will be able and you will use your Arabic here to help Aaron's opinion. So I have an idea mm-hmm. and you will definitely be able to use your Arabic skills um, sure. in several ways with several other people. But anyway, anyway, um, I think, I think that's really fun. So another really interesting thing about, about you, Wasim, is that you work for this uh, Hilton, Hilton uh, hotel. So you know, I've stayed in a lot of great hotels all over the world, but I've never stopped to ask, hey, gee, what's it like to work in a hotel? I'm fascinated by it. Tell us. Um, I mean, it's pretty much like everything. You know, there's the good customers and then there's the bad customers. And yeah, if you bad customers oh, out yeah. there, you know who you are. You they know do. how Wait a minute. Let's, 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 be, let's be entertaining. Tell us about... Uh, you're at, by the way, this is Mark is explicit for adults only. So let's just go crazy. Tell us about your most, your craziest customer ever. Um, I'm not going to go into too much details, but tell me about your second, okay. Tell me about your second or third craziest, not the number one, but your bronze medal or silver medal for uh, someone that was really weird or really crazy. Yeah. I mean, I've never really, I can't really say I've heard of stories of other people. This is like one of my co-workers said that he went into the bathroom and he had a customer come in there and he was in the women's bathroom and went in there and started using them with like lamb uh, um i'm here and she's like oh that's over as right outside too to top it off <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> i love that i love that sense of humor definitely uh, uh, yeah yeah, she literally was like, oh, yeah, it's okay. And she just proceeded to use the bathroom right in front of him. And her husband was just like right outside and he had no idea. And <laughs> my coworker was like looking at her like, what the hell's going on now? <laughs> there are some weird people. Whew. That's the type of style. I love that type. That's my sense. I love that sense of humor. That's my type of thing. <laughs> but but me personally, I've had people like I'd be vacuuming and they just come up to me and 
uh, shut out the vacuum, right? You would think they would pass or anything. No, they would stand there, <laughs> wait for me to start the damn vacuum again, and then that's when they try to pass. Well, I shut off the damn vacuum for you. Why don't you pass already? Yeah, people just don't understand that. Yeah, people don't are not really aware of of how to act in those uh, those are type of again the social cues you know and apparently sighted people don't yeah. get right either you know yeah exactly and that's mm-hmm. what i mean by bad customers and you know like it's just you know just because you know i'm blind doesn't mean when i say go ahead does not mean just stand there like a statue and just listen right, right. Like, when i you say go known- ahead it means go ahead man be like come on well yeah man you don't have to tell me what you think i don't know what go ahead to people <laughs> all the time go ahead go ahead go ahead god hate that god almighty what's wrong with these people you know but it's and i don't know if this has happened to you but do you have like when you're crossing the street you get these idiot drivers yeah that when you wave your hand for them like go forward past you or they come out of their window and they're cross. I'm telling you to go. I'm moving my hand. Get on. I like to rush you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that I can't. That I can't stand. But the statue thing that you mentioned, Wasim, that reminds me of, of French people too. Because in France, if you're walking down the street with your cane, um, I've noticed French women did it. They would like. Stand instead of moving to the side of me to just let me pass, they would just get in my way and stand in the middle of the street and let me pass. Oh them. my god, yes, yeah, yes, and I yes. don't know. I hate when people do that. Well, but I, I also I'm not sure that it's truly meant to be rude. I can't tell if it's that they're trying to express, no, I see that you have a cane, so I'm going to stop and let you pass me, or if they truly are intending to communicate that they're blocking my path on purpose. I, I don't understand, but uh, as that's happened to me here and also in Idaho, like I, some people would just stand in your way. And then even though they know you're coming toward them with a cane, like the other day, um, there were like three guys blocking the mall away and they were right in the middle chatting it up. They saw me coming toward them and they still didn't move. So I literally gave them a good whack with my cane and I just pushed through because I was yeah. like, well, if you're not going to get the hell out of my way, I'm going to push right on through. Screw you. I'm not going to sit here and, and be nice to you if you're just being really <laughs> annoying. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Why bother be nice to people? Why? Who cares? Why bother be nice, I guess? You know, but I, I think that that's how people are anywhere, really. I mean, it, it, it is true. Yeah. A lot of everywhere. Yeah. It really is everywhere. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. De- definitely definitely so but i mean have you found that this hotel is is you know accommodating and open to having a blind person working there i mean i i haven't heard from many blind people working in hotels yeah like i really do like that place like it's a really great place to work i, I really enjoy the people i enjoy the company like my coworkers are really understanding and stuff like that. Like I can actually have a normal conversation with my coworkers without having to get like an odd question. Like, do you shower like a normal person? 
Like, well, you should come just, on, you should, come well, wait on a people. Like, like seriously. Well, either I want to know how do normal people shower, or you can just respond, um, no, um, I don't take showers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, here, come, come here, smell my armpits. You think yeah. I shower? I come here. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some weird, there's some weird stuff. Um, the most commonly, and I'm sure you know it, but do you know what the most commonly Googled question about blind people is? What's that? What do you think it is? Uh, oh my God. I, I, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, do you shave right? Do you, that's do blind good, people that, shave? That's a good question. <laughs> that's a good guess, but actually it's how do you wipe? Oh dear God. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, people, and I can always tell the, the, the difference between someone. And, 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 and some of those questions, like, like some of my blind friends, like, crack me up. Like, one time, one of my friends was like, if a waiter asks me to cut my food, I'm going to use the knife to stab him with it. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard because I was like, yeah, that, that would probably be something somebody would tell the waiter. It's like, hey, here, give me the knife. I want to put it to another use, actually. <laughs> well, but each culture, I don't know. You know, sometimes in other cultures, you know, it is socially acceptable to cut someone else's food as a sign of, Awesome true. true. So true. you know, you never know. Like, and again, in those types of social situations, you're right, Basim. But you also can't tell. It's hard to know for sure if it's truly. It, it, it is true. Yeah, it is. But yeah, like some some yeah. waiters do. Like I have heard some stories that are. It's like some waiters are just really disrespectful. Like yeah, one time, um, one of my blind uh, teachers, I went to this called the adult training center. I don't know um, if you guys have that over there, but it's like a training center that teaches you adult skills and stuff. And one of the teachers there said that he went for his birthday and the waitress embarrassed him so bad because she gave everybody glasses and like actual glass glasses. And she wanted to give him a plastic sippy cup in front of all his Are friends. Are you kidding me? No, no. That's it was really, really disrespectful. That's really creepy. That is really... That is creepy. Yeah, I see, see this is the stuff that I'm talking about. That You know, if That's any weird. sighted people are listening on this podcast, just yeah. please, please don't ask questions that you already know the answer to. We wipe the same as you. We wash the same as you. We shave the same as you. We do everything the same as you. Like some stuff like reading and writing. Yes, we need accommodations. But, you know, stuff that actually makes sense. Like driving-wise, we cannot drive. We do not have super hearing. We cannot read your mind. Nothing weird like that. We don't have any superpowers. Well, how how do you know? I might I I might be able to read your mind. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you, you would have been able to read it a long time ago, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, guys. So we really don't have superpowers. Um, we do. My superpower is drinking coffee. So that can be a superpower. Do you want to drink coffee? Yeah, we have that around here. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm, boy, it's so good. It's so good that, that blind people drink coffee. I wonder other sighted people who drink coffee, you know. But <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's really important to know the difference between 
being a normal question and a, a silly question. A normal, just... a normal question and a silly question. And, and, and you know what? I was talking to someone. I was talking to an acquaintance. And um, this person happens to be from one of the European countries. And I was mm-hmm. talking to them last night. We've been, you know, friends like talking a lot. And, yeah. you know, and, and we were saying, you know, how... When you're a blind person, you can just tell someone's age. You can tell if they're normal. You can tell if they're respectful. You know, you don't need to make a big scene about whether the person's normal or not. You know, you can just you can just tell just by the way the the vibe of the conversation to some extent. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, there is just some like. Like okay, like just don't mind me saying it. There's some asshole blind people. I've I've met some some assholes. They're just blind people, but that's not why we're blind or anything like that. And that had nothing to do with it. It's just people. There's some asshole sighted people. A lot of asshole disabled people. There's a lot of different disabilities. Just because we're blind sighted, can't hear. We have some mental problems. Does not mean we're bad or good. Don't judge people's how good people are, how bad people are, just because they can't see or they can't hear or anything like that. Judge them by their personalities, people. Like you can tell if a person's a good person or a bad person by their personality. Like I worked at this restaurant and the people treated me like trash just because I could not see. Like they would um, like the pars or whatever, they would purposely add stuff like, for example, they would pour pepper powder in there while I'm washing the dishes or anything like that before they would hand them to me. And the pepper would honestly get in my nose and stuff and I would start coughing. And, and it's, it's just wrong because like they already judged me because just because I'm blind and none mm. of them even bothered even like talking to me or even getting to know me. They just automatically assumed, oh, this guy's an asshole just because he's disabled. Let's ignore him. Let's not talk to him. Let's make it a living hell to work there. And I eventually had to quit, unfortunately, because it was just well, that. That's luckily. Bad luckily, point. you quit. Luckily, you quit because you didn't need to waste your time there. So that's good. Yeah, I, I really did not. Yeah, I, I really honestly had to quit because they and then at the beginning, they were like, yeah, we're going to give you a different job as soon as this guy is coming comes back and they honestly cut back my hours didn't want to um find me a different job they said there was no other job and it turns out i was just a replacement for the guy that that went to visit and they were only giving me five hours a week 45 dollars a week was not worth all that crap they were putting me through and i was like no i quit i will not take your crap and get paid $45 a week for it. It's not right. It's not fair. You're just judging me because of my disability. And unfortunately, a lot of sighted managers do that. Like I, I honestly, in my lifetime looking for a job, I have honestly, I could say, honestly, I filled out more than 200 applications. And the only two that went through were the restaurant and the hotel. So just to give blind people a and well, I, you know what that don't... impresses. You know what that in, that impresses me. That impresses me a lot. And, um, and I, I wasn't getting to show off or anything, but you know, to show off material. <laughs> no, I was trying to tell people, don't give up. If you're looking for a job out there, 
truly do not give up. Like, I know it is kind of frustrating. Sometimes I just want to, like, put down the phone and just give up and say, can't do this anymore and I don't know and I finally did find this job at the hotel after a long time searching it took me four years to find this job people it's not fast it's not easy you have to have patience and you honestly have to put the effort into it good yeah I, you're right I hope you guys listen to Wasim because he's absolutely correct I want to come back to that in a minute so then how how on earth did, did you get into YouTube and what are your motivations? And it seems like, although I confess, I haven't listened or gone through your content. I've played it a little bit. You're, you're having a lot of fun over there. And gaming is a really important hobby for blind people. So educate us about that if you want. Um, absolutely. So I started, um, <clears throat> it was back in 2015. And honestly... I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm a big shot and I wanted to do this and that. No, I honestly want to try YouTubing. And I was like, you know what? You know, I like chemistry, science and stuff like that. So I was like, why not do experiments on YouTube? Uh, I want to have some fun. I want to record myself mixing different chemicals and causing all kinds of explosions and stuff like that and having fun with it. And honestly, that's how I started off. And I had a lot of fun with it. My first video, I honestly did Japanese candy tasting. And a lot of like my videos have to do with like tasting candies, different sodas. I even did like the one chip challenge one time and that was a disaster, but I did it anyway and I recorded it and it was really fun. Like, yeah, I puked my guts out afterwards, but I actually enjoyed uploading the content. Like, and honestly, that's why what people should get out of this is do what you love the most on YouTube. Don't let other people bully you into showing them what they want to see. And then after that, I looked around and I saw, like, for example, I was trying to find um, a game called Emmerich the Demon. And it, there was no walkthrough for it. And I was like, why is the blind audio games walkthrough so limited when I can just search up any game off my head, Mortal Kombat, Blast Blue, any other sided game that I play on my PlayStation or anything like that. There's an instant walkthrough of that game, but there is no walkthroughs of audio games for the blind. And I felt so bad. And I was like, you know what? I need to help people out there find the content that I've been looking for. So from now on, I'm going to upload audio games. It's not for money. It's not for subscribers, nothing. Because I have a job. I don't need it. Hence why I upload once a week on my days off. And that's I do like an hour, two-hour game through walkthroughs of games like that. And I, I honestly tell people, hey, I'm not looking for you to subscribe. I'm not looking for you to share. I'm not looking for you to like. But I want you to do it. So other people like you who found the channel can find it a lot easier because you're not just helping me. You're actually helping your fellow blind people look up that channel and share it so they can get the content they need. So I've been as much as I can 
any blind group that I join or anything like that, I share my videos there, not for subscribers, people, not for likes, not for shares. I share it to help you guys. This isn't for me. This is honestly for you guys. And honestly, click the link in the description to learn more about uh, the channel. And it's called Wind Tiger? Yes, Wind Tiger, and that's my email name, but originally I came up with it because I'm from the year 1998, mm -hmm. and I, I'm really, like, interested in the Chinese Zodiac, and Good, cool. I actually, my animal is the tiger, and mm -hmm. I like... I like the, they also, the Chinese do the elements and like what elements you're associated with. And I actually associate with the wind element and stuff like that. Well, that's really fun. That's, I'm loving this stuff. Wind Tiger. All right. Well, click the link in the description for more information. You guys can definitely go subscribe. Um, and one thing that I have found is when you only focus on uploading content that you take ownership of, and that you love, um, you do get subscribers and you do get likes because people secretly notice, right? Just like we were saying before, when people are, mm -hmm. are truly kind and genuine, <clears throat> we can definitely notice. And when people upload content that is worth it and valuable and truly helping others, that shines right through. So on, on this channel, that's why I don't tell you to subscribe and like and share because I hope that you will. And I think the yeah, more, exactly. because the, the hope is that you will, you will look at my content and think that that is knowledge that someone else needs to have. What, like it's we say here, our, like we say here, help one person today, help a million tomorrow. So if you, if you like what you're seeing and you share it only one time, you're actually helping millions of others. And then the message does get out. Mm -hmm. And I've yeah. seen it, Wasim, I've helped people on other continents before. This does work. Just as long mm -hmm. as you love doing it and you make an attempt. Absolutely. To help yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's really, 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 all of that is really fascinating. I'm sure that you are a huge illegally cited fan. Um, I, I've seen some of his videos. Yes. I really do like his, um, whatchamacallit, um, uh, Heathcote videos. Those are unfortunately I did rant about that on to Apple or like on YouTube about Apple constantly taking down audio games of blind people that are like really good. Like they took down Echoes of Levia. Yeah. They've taken down. And I know what this happened. And it doesn't. I mean, if it happened to our great friend, I have had um, Jesse. Um, I have had illegally cited here on Aaron's opinion. Um, I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but I know we know of each other and he's been on the show before. Probably, no way. that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he's not in the WhatsApp group. Um, he's uh, a little bit more, a little bit more reserved, but all, all to their own, as we say. But, but anyway, I've heard of this problem. So if it happened to to illegally cited, um, that wouldn't. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. That happens a lot because the bro, the bots, and the software that that analyzes the videos, if they hear sounds from a game that is not being produced or played by that. No, game, no, no. I, I, I mean like. Apple yeah. in particular, like Apple actually takes down audio games. Like because a lot of you know why? They, because they're afraid of they're paranoid about copyright violations. It's not, but they're paranoid about that. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, but yeah, That's the reason. Bought, They're paranoid about getting in. They don't, Apple doesn't want to, I know, I can tell you exactly. Apple doesn't want to get into a legal fight because some company didn't want their game to be played by, they didn't want that. So some of those sounds are what they call copy copyright sounds. No, no, um, I, I mean like uh, legally cited Heathcote video is yeah. actually still there. I mean like actual apps on the App Store that are audio games, a lot of times Apple will take those down out of the oh, app store. Oh, 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 okay, okay, got it, got it. That, that wasn't clear to me. Okay, so you're yeah, saying yeah. that the Apple company removes, okay, we, we mixed up the verbs there. So you're saying that yeah, Apple yeah, yeah. removes apps on the phone that are audio games for blind people, that they physically remove yes. those apps. Yes. Uh, well, that's not, that's not okay. The only reason why they could be doing that the only reason that would come to my mind is that perhaps those apps are not from, you know, the, the developers that Apple approves. Maybe they're like experimental developers and Apple is paranoid about downloading viruses or something. Could, or, could be, or that's I have my mind. also noticed that Apple removes games because I am, I don't know if you're in the Sorty Questers group on I'm, Facebook, I'm not. but um, this developer he actually talks about it a lot and he says that they charge you like i think a hundred dollars a month or something like that and could be that those games stop paying them or stop updating their software and uh, they didn't want their app store to get hacked you know what else to happen sometimes is these developers that create these audio games realize that they aren't making money so then they, it becomes too expensive to make the game better. So then they don't want to play it. So then they just take it down. So it's, it's hard to pinpoint exactly yeah. where, where in the equation it happens. You know, it's, I mean, it may seem as if it was Apple and it could have been, or it could have been taken down by the developer of the game. For, to, to give another great analogy, I can take down a video on, on YouTube, I can take down a video of my video or YouTube can take down a video on my channel. Sure, so sure. it could have yeah. gone, and unless you're the person that did it or had it happen to them, it's not clear. So who knows? But I yeah. would say, um, although I don't know him well, although I don't know of him well at all, I would say direct all your questions. Nobody understands it better. I mean, you, you're you a brilliant f philosopher in the field, no question, but illegally cited, man, oh man. Uh, he he can he can do he understands every detail of that so just ask him uh, he would mm -hmm. he would direct you and he would and he would probably know where to find something similar or or something you know of that of that yeah yeah, yeah that's really really interesting so I'm sure that as we um uh, we have about I have about uh, it's going to be a little awkward I have exactly about 15 minutes. Um, and then when this alarm goes off on my on my clock, I have to go and get back to work. But I, I want to tell you, this has already been an amazing, amazing episode. I just love your sense of humor. Just your personality is just very, very, just the, the personality that I celebrate and look up to in all people. So thank you for that. But I'm sure you yeah, have a lot of questions. You. I'm sure you have a lot of crazy questions for Aaron Richmond and Aaron's opinion. So... I usually say it towards the end, but I want you to swing around and ask me some questions. So this is this is going to get good. What do you want to know about me, man? 
Okay, so first question, what got you into podcasting? Great, sure. I got into podcasting because I was listening to podcasts in the blindness community from all over the world. And I felt that there just are not enough strong podcasts where blind people like, you know, like people from Idaho, for instance, you know, sometimes guests from Idaho don't make it onto podcasts because I don't know where Idaho is, so I can't guess them if I don't know where the United States is, right? So I wanted to create an environment where, where everyone from a Wasim from Idaho, from a person in, I mean, we've had people from France, Jamaica, St. Lucia, you know, Tunisia. I wanted to create an environment where the world is welcome here and welcome to come to me and share their story about blindness and overcoming things in an entertaining and knowledgeable way. And that's why I started Aaron's Opinion. And I've been teaching English as a teacher, as a second language for six and a half years. And the thing that I love to do when I get up, I just want to talk, 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 talk. I just love talking to people, educating people, and helping people to have a better day just makes me feel better. So I want to do it. And you know what I figured out? Gee whiz, I can push record and then I can share my opinions with the world. Because obviously the world needs to agree with my opinions because, you know, all of my opinions are are facts. That's why they're my opinions. So I just kept on uploading and sharing and uploading and sharing. Next thing you know, you know, wham, bam, Bob's your uncle. We got a podcast on a radio station, a YouTube. And I, I love from the bottom of my heart, I love every episode more and more and more because this is proof. You and I are living evidence of the fact that this is something that blind people need love and appreciate yeah and and guys listen to his opinions because he's special you know as all blind people are we're all special we're so special (laughs) (laughs) did you say that they should listen to my opinion just because i'm special we're all (laughs) is that seriously seriously (laughs) yep you should watch our videos because us blind people we're so special that we deserve for you to watch our content i'm sure we'll definitely get some uh, get some views and get some get and get some opinions but you guys really should comment more i know that you guys are scared but if you love what what we're doing here at aaron's opinion please comment below and share because other people especially if you can give this video to someone who needs this knowledge that would be really good anyway your your other questions i'm sure you have a lot of them but we'll get through as much as we can today um so go for ahead. sure so, um, like, what what's a good place to start if I want to do my own podcast? Like, if I, for Excellent. example, yeah, yeah, yeah. wanted to do a podcast, well, where should I go? Well, if you, in other words, if you want to get into podcasting yourself? Yes. Well, you already are. I mean, YouTube can be perceived as a podcast. Um, okay. one, one thing is you could record your videos. This is over Zoom. But the reason why it's a podcast is because there's two files. We have an audio that becomes the podcast on the podcast feed and then the video that is right there where you guys are watching on YouTube. So, you know, really, um, you already are. I would highly recommend that you do get into podcasting and that you maintain the YouTube. You know, each time you upload a YouTube video, that should also be an audio podcast. So if you get into the habit of doing it once a week, which is perfect, then people eventually people do notice the the progression and the the investment that you make and people look up to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and where would I upload the audio podcast? Like, is there a website? Or well, there's I a hosting. To go to so, to upload? Well, we can we can cover it in detail at a later date. But 
for here on the recording, I'll tell you that Anchor is a great place to go. So you find a hosting company and then you learn how to move the audio files into that. And over time, you build your brand and you learn how to use different sound effects and different things. And then you create these creative uploads. And then that becomes, you know, what people, you know, listen to. And then that gets distributed on iTunes and all the major places. Now, and then eventually you can get your podcast on onto the internet radio side, which is where Aaron's opinion is. And that's kind of a long story, but I was interviewed. You're going to ask, well, Aaron, how did, how did you get your podcast on the radio? I'll tell you. I was interviewing a CEO of a, of a radio station and they were very gracious to give me a chance on their station and were very appreciative oh, uh, to nice. that. So it's about the, the radio one, right place, right time is how I got on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and what's the name of the station that it's, you're on? Well, it's called Life Improvement Radio, and it's part of the Helium Radio Network. So shout out to them, Life Improvement Radio. We're very appreciative of you. There, yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very interesting. Thank you. Oh, oh, so oh, oh, you oh, like I have a, oh, I have a question. I have a, oh, I have an interesting question. So you're <laughs> from originally you're from the Middle East. So have you noticed in your analytics? Do you ever get like people commenting in, in Arabic in on your videos? Do you ever have people from that part of the world watching your content? I'm just curious. Unfortunately, no. I don't have I don't like speak Arabic on my videos. I mostly do like um, English uh, right. because I, I've never really gotten a lot of interest from the Middle Eastern community saying, "Hey, why don't you like do this in another language?" But if anybody is interested in, for me to do it in another language, I'd be more than happy to translate into Arabic and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you I have can, never honestly got I mean, yeah, what, what you could consider doing, and some YouTubers do it. But if you, the problem with you doing this is if you do it, you have to match the consistency. You could upload half of your content in Arabic and the other half in, in English. So each week you would release an Arabic video and then the next week an English video and go back and forth and back and forth until you capture. Mm-hmm. The problem with that, as you can tell, is you would need to have an audience in that region that was willing to subscribe and listen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, it, it is a lot harder to do like two videos of the same thing and then literally have to like change it around. And mind you, the games, most of the games that I play are in English. So unfortunately, have you ever tried to play an Arabic written game where it was like all functioning? And I have have never found any that's the thing is See, i because have i'm wondering have... through all this podcasting work that we're doing i'm wondering hey if you guys are at home um i mean our great our great friend in, in tunisia by the way i mentioned tunisia rather one made me neat he's one of our greatest supporters like you boss i'm here at aaron's opinion you'll know of him in a couple hours very quickly um you'll know exactly who 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 one made me is but he's from tunisia and i don't know he's never mentioned to me playing games in arabic but I would want to say that, that there probably is a market for it and there probably are games. You just haven't noticed any. Uh, yeah, of this I, I just haven't gotten the right leads and the right like like direction. Like nobody has ever pointed me in the right direction of Arabic games. Like I played Japanese interactive games. Uh, shout out to Aaron again. I played some French games and other games like that, but I have never seen Arabic. Right. And well, how did I'm you pretty, play? How did you play the French game? I'm just curious. I just saw it as like a language selection, like the Inquisitor games. They have a French selection. I've never 
played played it. I've seen right. it like right. as an option that like, you can change it, but I have never seen like the Arabic aspect. And I'm pretty in depth in the audiogames.net website and they shout out to them they have a lot of audio games that are free of charge for the blind people Good. and I, honestly if you guys are interested i would honestly go check them out it's www.audiogames.net and literally check them out they have hundreds and i mean hundreds of audio games and that's mostly where i find my games and stuff like that the ones on the app store i i am um i do talk to these people they're called audio games uh the audio game store and they're really wonderful people i have emailed them before i have talked to them and they mm. honestly let me sponsor their content and they let me play their music on my videos and everything and mm. they're really really good people mm. i i would honestly check out their content well, you, know, the, you know probably you know what i'm going to ask you off air i'm going to ask you so you're already going to anticipate what i'm going to ask you about that so i want to know more about that a little bit later today but anyway wasim i wanted to say that i think that's an excellent outstanding episode you, you did a magnificent job um i would like to end this particular episode right at this moment right here but i just wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me you really you know you're a yeah. character and we're really glad to have you here at Aaron's Opinion. All right? But I'm special, Aaron. Can't I stay for another hour? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fabulous. You're special. If only I didn't have work. I wanted to accommodate you in all honesty. I have work in nine minutes. But that that timing of that comment was perfect. I love that, man. I just loved having you here, as always. And the other miracle about Aaron's Opinion, I don't know what it is. But each week, the guest just gets better and better and better. So I don't know what it is. but Because we're special, I told you, Aaron. Come okay, on, I, you know what? If I agree with you, are you going to stop saying that I'm special? If I disagree, I say, yeah, we're both special, man. Okay, fine. Great. Okay, good. Ha happy days, everybody, from another another very special guest on a, with a very special host on a very special <laughs> podcast on a very special YouTube channel. Wasim, I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart. As I usually say in the outro, thanks so much, everybody. Stay safe out there around the world. Help one person today. Help a million people tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everybody. And always remember that everybody, even you, are special. What a great way to end the episode, right? Yep. Okay, perfect. Fantastic, man. Thanks so much, everybody. You've been listening to Wasim the Tiger right here on Life Improvement Radio, wherever else you get a podcast, or, of course, on YouTube. Wasim, I wanted to take a moment and thank you again from the bottom of my heart for recording with me today for such a great episode. It was slightly shorter than some of my other upload some of my other episodes but that's totally fine we covered everything that we wanted to cover and more and i just cannot thank you enough for bringing just so much kindness and so much knowledge and so much just so much personality to the podcast man i really appreciated that i really learned a lot from you and i really hope that you guys at home listened to what wasim was telling you he was giving you a lot of knowledge and a lot of good advice Thank you, Wasim. You're always welcome on Aaron's Opinion. 
to join the public WhatsApp group, as I said, 1240-681-9869, 1240-681-9869. Aaron's at gmail.com. Follow on Facebook and Twitter. Comment below on YouTube. Comment below on Facebook. Even consider joining our Patreon page. Wasim, I wish you the very best of luck at your hotel and the very best of luck with your hobby on YouTube. Thank you for that. Also, a big thank you uh, to the Helium Radio Network for syndicating Aaron's opinion every Thursday. I really appreciate that too. That's very generous. And of course, Aaron's opinion would definitely not be the same without you, the listener at home from all four corners of the globe, growing every single day, more and more of you tuning in every Thursday or really any day, but especially Thursdays. Um, And I just cannot thank you enough for that. I really appreciate it. And I wish the world and all of you the very best of health and luck. All right. Well, I really enjoyed that one today, as I always do. So that's all I have to say. That was another great episode. Thank you for listening. This is the Aaron's Opinion Podcast, as I like to say. My name's Aaron Richmond. Help one person today. Help one million people tomorrow. Aaron Richmond, Aaron's Opinion on Life Improvement Radio on the Helium Radio Network.